Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast. Uh, this is a semi-weekly progressive political and atheist-filled podcast based in the state where it's alt-right because it's all white here in Utah. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, this is episode number 117. And if you're a new listener and you have no idea what you just downloaded, let me put your mind at ease. I'm your host, X, and joining me this week for the episode are Kyle Steenblake and making her triumphant return to the show. We have Marissa Alexa McCool. Welcome back, lady. I'm so hey. sorry. <laughs> so oh, don't be sorry we, about anything. Uh, man, we do have a bunch of stuff for you guys to consume mm. this week, and we'll give the show a quick break here in a second. But I want to catch up with everybody. Kyle, what have you been up to for the week, man? Um, <laughs> of, of, <laughs> avoiding social media, right? Avoiding social media. <laughs> like, like there was a week. Holy shit! It's just, <laughs> this, this weekend just blew. I don't remember what I did this week. Fuck. I, I, I built a shed and then watched Game of Thrones and then looked at my phone and went, oh, fuck. <laughs> I got to go watch musical theater, so I was kind of happy for that. <laughs> That's good times. Especially when they're a small production, small playhouse kind of thing, and they mm. ad-lib most of their lines. I, I, I dig people that are good at uh, doing uh, <laughs> improv and making shit funny. It was a good time. Marissa, what about you? What have you been up to for this week? I have been wondering how much Facebook I have to avoid so that my uh, mind won't explode. Um, I actually had uh, my dom put a social media ban on me for an Mm. entire weekend uh, out in Seattle. I went out to visit, and within a few hours, they were just like, risk, turn it off. Don't turn it back on until you're at the airport. And I'm a good girl, so I listen. But, <laughs> so ever since I got back on, it's kind of been, you know, actually, it was kind of nice when I didn't know what was yeah, going on. The a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I saw that Eli Bosnick has instil- instituted a ban on himself from having, like, the Twitter app and the Facebook app installed on his phone from this point on. Yeah. For, for sanity. Yeah. And he's like, if I need to check, I will check when I... <laughs> when I get on the computer. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's, knowing, there's a logic knowing to Anna, that. Yeah. Knowing Anna that, that I do, uh, yeah. I have a feeling someone may have had some say in that. <laughs> and it's it's quite good. She Anna takes no shit, trust me. It's just another Dom sub relationship there. Eli, Eli's a smart man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd listen to Anna too. I Absolutely. Mean, she's, she's talented she's, as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, and she's got that like squinting eye thing going on it's like oh shit i fucked up whatever i didn't do it (laughs) yes Mm ma'am all right so we're gonna give you guys a quick little break where we uh play a commercial from one of the other podcasts that we're good buddies with and uh we'll be right back with some headlines hey y'all this is tucker from the atheist in the trailer park podcast and i might live in a beer can but i ain't no inbred redneck and if you listen to my podcast I'm gonna learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. 
All right. There is a map that's out there. If you go to uh, brilliantmaps.com slash did dash not dash vote and uh, bring up this map when you guys are listening to this segment here, uh, you'll see that it's really fucking sad that this country doesn't use its voting capabilities for, for the good because it brings up at the very first instance of the, the, uh, the site coming up here, we have just about every state except for Colorado, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Maine. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? We have Massachusetts. You have Virginia, Maryland. Delaware. Uh, yeah, Delaware. And like, Virginia's and so, like, yeah, Virginia's not there. Sorry, that's a big state, not a tiny state. I don't know my <laughs> East Coast so well, people. Uh, I think it's Maryland you're looking at. That's, that's yeah. Maryland, yeah. So what we have here is we have, uh, if did not vote had been a candidate in the 2016 U.S. presidential election, it would have gotten 471 electoral votes. Which is more of a landslide than Trump thinks he won. <laughs> oh, Trump and his, his <laughs> thinks he won. Oh, you know. fuck. So Jesus. only eight states and Washington, D.C. had enough voter turnouts where one of the actual candidates won more votes than the people who did not bother to vote. So I guess the only reason I'm bringing this up is to shame people. Because as you uh, should. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, as we should. Yeah, really. You still think that they were both just as bad. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> you know, Stein, she was like, she was a good candidate, you know, even though she had <laughs> meetings with the Russians, too. You know, we're not going to talk about that at all. Or, you know, no, no, who is that? You can't can't stop talking. You can't start talking about that stuff without starting to really sound conspiratorial. (laughs) It's so fucking intertwined now. I I don't I don't understand how how they Okay, not going to get off too off on the tangent here, but people that claim like I never had any dealings with Russia just somehow forgot that they met with like the prime minister of Russia. It's like how. How did that's kind of something that would kind of stick in my brain a little bit. Like I remember meeting like Tony Danza you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and thinking that was a well, pretty important thing, even though it's on the grand scheme of things, meeting who's the boss wasn't really that much of a big deal. Because well, is it, come on, it's Tony Danza. You don't forget something like that. He's but, so short. <laughs> and then Tony Danza said, but I thought I was the boss. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Oh, I, I gained uh, he gained a lot of respect for me because when he came out after he's saying very well, he sings like a, a crooner and he came out after the show mm-hmm. with like the big band and he's just talking with me and my wife and he's you could just smell the liquor. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's the boss. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then again, he's playing a fucking amphitheater in Layton, Utah. Don't Google that people because yeah. it's it's super <laughs> tiny. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> So that thing is so sad. Uh, okay, I, so I'm not. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'm not I was getting, hanging no, out I'm with my fan. No. And, <laughs> he doesn't remember. I'm not getting no. into the Russia thing. Like, no. no. <laughs> so anyway, no. back to the election facts that we could bring up here. Uh, as a percentage of eligible voters, Clinton received 28.43% of all votes compared to Trump's 27.2%. So did not vote, got 44.3% of the, the vote. That's 102 million people that decided that, like, eh, I'm not, it's not a thing I'm going to worry about. Yeah. Well, eh, people's identities here. don't actually matter. Uh, eh, yeah, I, war. Hold up, eh. hold up. You, you, you also have to take into account uh, some of those southern states, especially, that have gone oh, out of yeah. their way to make <laughs> yeah. people not be able to vote. So let's mm-hmm. not pretend like it's no, just no. pure laziness. But right. there is some laziness that deserves to be shamed there, and also a whole bunch of, eh, they're both the same anyway. Yeah, and yeah. I no, the, there's and there's there's a lot there's a lot to it. I, I want to know what percentage of people uh, looked at the looked at the polls before all of the all of the different polls before the election and went, there's no fucking way Trump's gonna win, <laughs> and so they they decided it didn't matter. Stay at home, yeah. Please don't please which, don't stay at home ever. Which, <laughs> If if I if I didn't if I didn't vote by mail, and it came to my house and I had to actually make an effort to not vote, yeah, then yeah, I might have been one of those going, I don't want to go fucking stand in line, and it's not <laughs> going to make a difference. And well, I so, might been I might have been one of those, but I I wouldn't have. But so total ver- voter turnout was estimated to be about fifty five point three percent of voting age population. And fifty nine percent of the voting eligible population. 
So there's a bunch of people that were new to vote and they probably didn't realize it. They probably didn't register to vote because that's something mm-hmm. we have to do in this country. I don't know why you need to it fucking shan't. register to vote. <laughs> and also, let's let's make no mistake about it. The school doesn't teach you to do that. They oh, don't no, teach you how no. To do it or anything. <laughs> nope. I'm going to raise my children to definitely be like your activists and you will vote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't I don't know how schools could viably teach that. Because it's different in every county, in yeah. every district, <laughs> You're in right there. every state. Well, and, so are schools. Yeah. And yeah. The, <laughs> the, the thing is, is that they don't even... Te- I don't know about you you guys out there, but everybody listening, I mean, they didn't mm. exactly teach me very many life skills in, in mm-hmm. high school at all. <laughs> I was actually talking about that on the show recently, uh, yeah. an episode that hasn't come out yet with uh, Michael Schaefer. That'll, oh, that'll by, all, by all means, what? plug away for people so that they know oh, yeah. where to find you because we're not doing interviews this time. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> by all right. Means. Well, Inciting Incident Podcast, uh, episode 105 comes out this Friday. But, you know, I they, they were talking about uh, finances and stuff like that and stuff, other stuff that. I, I understood that they were words, but you know that was about <laughs> it. And I just kept there going like they were saying financial literacy 101 should be one of those required college classes. And yeah. I'm going, yeah, because that would have helped me out a lot more than having to take jocks for rocks in order to get my <laughs> science credit as an English slash cinema slash anthropology major. Maybe knowing how like taxes work and uh, how to not get screwed over by a credit card. That yeah, credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody remember all the cool shit that they gave you for free on the campus when you signed up for the new credit card? <laughs> oh, fuck. You didn't pay attention yeah, to that, that 28% interest rate, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, hey, you guys got some cool water bottles. Can I get two? Well, you got to fill out two applications. <laughs> all right, no problem. And you've got me beat because... I took billiards as my PE credit. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Jocks for rocks. That's fucking yeah, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's what we affectionately call it. Um, I, I don't remember if I've ever said this either of the times you've interviewed me, but um, as I was at an Ivy League school and I was in the small, 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 small percentage of people who were the bastard redheaded stepchildren who, you know, they threw a bone to the poor people. And they're like, all right, we'll let a few of you people in, but don't get too cocky. We'll hold so, our nose the whole time. <laughs> right. It's, it's a school of 42,000 people. There are 400 of us. So, mm. you know, percentage there. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the, you, you were able to take your major classes during the day with the regular folk, but then your gen eds, you had to take all of them in three hour classes at night you know, to like 8.30. And, you know, we had to take a math and science credit. And there was one of these for each. Uh, The first one that I like to call affectionately uh, math for poets. (laughs) Because it's like, oh, just come in and sit in here. Maybe we'll show you how votes work without using any of those scary calculations. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of the the Patton Oswalt science for poets. Exactly. Very similar. Very similar. Getting pissed off that Sulu was not at the the wrong station instead of Chekhov. (laughs) That's one of my favorite stories of all time. I'm that. not even a Star Trek fan, but like the, the professor was this old British dude, and he just goes, "Look, none of you are ever going to take a math class again. So if you just show up and we'll get through this, you know, I won't keep you from graduating." It's like, oh, I get it, because you know, if we didn't take that class, the next lowest math class you could take at my school was pre-calc, and yeah. I didn't take through algebra, so that was going to be problematic. <laughs> science was the same thing there was this geology 101 class that all the football players took and they called it jocks for rocks because it was a (laughs) science class involving data retrieval that had no numbers (laughs) (laughs) thank god it didn't because otherwise i'd be sitting here as an almost pen graduate (laughs) oh thank you for titling my episode for this week (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week. It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. 
But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level, where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. So Dave Dobbenmeyer uh, has some stuff to say about uh, paying taxes. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what the Christian guy is going to say about paying taxes. Let's find out. The churches are the ones who are permitting the government to act the way they act. What? No. no. <laughs> the government no. dictates what no. they're going to do. No. No. <laughs> For any no. church to think that they have any kind of power over the federal government, you can go fuck right off. <laughs> no. That's just, no, that's so wrong. <laughs> and why are the churches doing that? Because the churches don't mind giving their money to the government. Now, here's no, what they, we better ask. Don't give they don't give their money. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Tell me what what good are you selling <laughs> that you know, <laughs> Mister Church? What what service are you bringing to the community? <laughs> oh, you're making people afraid to be humans. Okay, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's going to cost people how much? Ten percent of their income. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's see. You owe us property taxes because that that land is not free. <laughs> nope, we're not going to pay those. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotta ask the Lord. Lord, you is you want us to? You want us to give our money to kill babies? <laughs> well, <laughs> that was a jump. <laughs> look, that was a huge jump. But you know what? If anybody's if anybody's in favor of killing babies, it's God. It's God. He's it's, the biggest he's, abortionist. He's the guy. It's the guy who kills more babies, or who <laughs> has historically killed more babies than anyone or anything. <laughs> so, and it doesn't matter how many times we would say it to this fucking idiot that no money, no government funding goes to abortions. None. It can't. None. And none. And none of it. None of it comes from churches yeah churches don't pay taxes they totally should though <laughs> what you want us to do lord advance homosexuality perversion yes. in our schools lord you want me to yes. take some of the money that hard-earned money that you blessed me with and you want me to give it get to need that process yes he blessed you with it please <laughs> yes it's not how money works. It doesn't just, you know, no, God no. doesn't just mumble it words just and all of a sudden appear. money pops in the fucking bank account. Oh, look at all this money that just showed up. If it did, I'd be a praying person in a heartbeat. <laughs> doesn't work that way. If you, yeah. If you prayed and suddenly got money, you, you wouldn't have many atheists. I'll tell you what. I'm going to pray for some more patrons this week and we'll see what happens there. <laughs> I bet you I'm going to lose a few. <laughs> Hey, fellas, I think this is serious stuff, man. I'll say this without question. Someone's going to argue with me. Yep, like us. Mm-hmm. Government. Ta- Wouldn't that be wonderful, Elite, if he knew we existed? <laughs> <laughs> These atheists <laughs> in Utah. No, 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 because we discovered that when they, know they, when they know we exist, they just become shitty. Yeah, they become creepy, too. Hey, we, you know that we were talking a couple weeks ago about that Josh Bernstein guy? He started uh-huh. following our Facebook page, and uh, he's a total creeper <laughs> towards Felicia. Shitting <laughs> all over it. Yeah. He's talking about, I'll give you something to suck. He's like, oh, you creepy motherfucker. Oh. He didn't say those words. He said something like it, but I'm paraphrasing before I banned him. So anyway, Dave, what are you talking about? Taxation. Despite what your pastor told you, the paying of government taxes, I believe, is sin. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Is I see. <laughs> it's a sin. So let me see. Uh, 
He's a religious libertarian. That's what he is. He's uh, he's. Uh, hopefully, you go to jail for not sinning. Let's let's see you. <laughs> let's see that happen, Dave. Let let's see you go to jail for being a tax evader. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I believe it's sin, and so my struggle is with that premeditated sin every day. I know it. I know. For me to give one penny to Planned Parenthood is a sin. If I know what they're doing with it, it's a sin. Providing health care for women and other people? I mean... Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, because they're not allowed to health use it on abortions. You yeah, know. that's that's what it is. Hmm. Natal mm-hmm. vit- prenatal vitamins for women, you know, mm-hmm. making sure their pregnancies are going okay. They're not mm-hmm. the baby abortion factory that they think they are. And I don't... Mm-hmm. If they just visited one Planned Parenthood, if they just visited one and saw what they really did there, if they talked to the doctors there, yeah, instead of having this veil of like, oh, they're all evil. Like, no, if you just went there and like <laughs> talked to these what? people, there's, uh, it, it bugs the shit out of me that these people just, you know, shit on something without actually understanding or trying to understand it. Well, I mean, if they one... understood something. <laughs> <laughs> their whole narrative would fall apart and they'd lose all their money yeah. that they get from people that are angry at them baby killers. But we'd mm-hmm. have to pay my property taxes. Get your property tax, local property tax bill, <laughs> and look at how much of your local property tax goes to fund your school and ask yourself, why am I funding that bill? Because you live schools? in that city. <laughs> because they're schools. Because you're paying for the commonwealth of the people living in the same city as you do. The the work that you do in that city, you know, if you choose to open up a business somewhere and you ha- you don't realize that your taxes are going to go fund that city, you know, you're an idiot. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it can't, I guess we can't really be too mad at this guy for being upset about education. He's just ignorant himself. Because education <laughs> is the enemy. Oh, but they, they teach all that they teach all that filth in those schools. All that filth. Yeah. Like being able to read. What am I gonna say when I stand before the Lord? He said, Coach, you you giving that you giving that daggone school two hundred dollars a month. I think Jesus would say, Hey, remember that line that I, I totally didn't say, but you guys wrote it down anyway, where you're like render under mm-hmm. Caesar what's Caesar's? Mm-hmm. Did you guys not catch that line at all? You know, like there, because of you not paying your taxes, one kid went on to becoming this one thing when he could have become the person that saved everybody. It's like they love yeah. to use that argument when it comes to abortion clinics. Like, what if that child became the scientist that cured cancer? It's like, sure. Like, well, actually, what? cancer is a multifaceted if- problem, not just, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, what if that what if that kid, you know, grew up to become president that didn't disavow <laughs> the <laughs> modern day Nazis. Well, <laughs> what about that? Three hundred dollars. I don't know what it is. I'm. I'm, not, I'm not. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> Holy shit! He doesn't. He doesn't even actually look at his own property tax. He's like, well, if you look That's, at it and you see how much it goes to the schools, you'd be like, I'm funding this. Like, you don't even know how much of yours. You just said it. Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> Two hundred dollars a month, three hundred dollars. I don't know what it is. I'm not haven't valued this new place yet. We better hope for grace, don't you think, fellas? Look, <laughs> we better look, hope for I'm grace. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's obscene if your if your personal property tax, if your personal home property tax, <laughs> if if two hundred dollars a month is going to the public school, your property tax is obscene obscenely high which means your property is obscenely expensive which tells me that you are bilking people out of money (laughs) which means you have a huge huge property and he he does this he always does this show in front of this green screen this this is a thing that a lot of the right wing shows do they do Mm -hmm. a lot of shit in front of green screens like we have no like illusions about stuff Uh, we're just two guys that are doing a show in front of yeah. black curtains, and so we don't have black. to show the fucking background it's of the filthy a, room that I'm in. It's a sheet. <laughs> it's like, but we're not pretending we're in a green screen and pretending I'm a coach and I'm over here in front of this fucking in, in this whole stadium thing <laughs> yeah. going on. It's we're just not like, projecting a football stadium behind us. 
it's like the, the property taxes of this place. Like he's in the stadium. Like, no, man, you're talking about that corner of your house, just like all of us other YouTube people are doing, where you have a fucking green screen set up instead of a black curtain. <laughs> fucking idiot. Because I don't have I don't have much of a if he puts me under on that courtroom, puts me under oath. I'm not going to have much to say. Coach, why did you? Let me ask you. He puts you under oath. So he's going to be like, so help me me. (laughs) (laughs) So help you me. So help you me. (laughs) How much did you you pay in property tax? Why would you need to go under oath if you were right there in front of God? I mean, he knows the answer. Yeah, he knows. Um, Or he should. (laughs) He should. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. You don't need to go under oath. He already knows. (laughs) Hey, did you pay your taxes? Yes, sir, I did. Every time I was supposed to, every penny, every dot and tittle. Yeah, right. Hey, did you understand that that money was being used to kill babies? Uh, I'm I'm under oath. Yes, sir, I did know. Coach Dave, why did you continue to pay it? And my response will be, "Mm hmm? What? It was the law. I better have a good lawyer on that day, huh, Raj? Better have a good lawyer on that day. He knows. <laughs> he knows. But you can also very well say, look, it was the law, and I had to. Otherwise, so... I wouldn't have been able to have this ministry and that and the other. And he's going <laughs> to be mean, like. I mean, he could very well say, you also know that your tax money went to. Uh, military. <laughs> build, build bombs that killed hundreds of innocent people. No, no, you don't care about that? Okay. Well, I do because I'm the war god. I am El Shaddai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that's enough of Coach Dave, and that—that's pretty much enough of me ranting at this dumbass. <laughs> it's just—it's amazing that you like. I think paying taxes is a sin. I'm like, oh, okay, well it's, then go and sin no more, so you don't have to see you on fucking yeah. YouTube anymore. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. So we got Pat Robertson talking about a Fox News scandal, and I'm going to warn you, the audio was pretty hot coming into it because it came in with like a some audio, some music playing. So here we go. You know, I want to say something I've been reading about in the press and uh, I don't have a lot of first-hand information, so I may be, uh, you know, off the wall on it. But as I'm watching this video, I, I'm noticing one of his eyes traveling pretty far that direction, while the other one's staring directly at you. And look, dude, if you don't have first-hand knowledge of something or you don't understand the story at all, it doesn't do you any good to comment on it because you're just going to come across looking like an asshole. Think of this: if you wanted to destroy the Fox News the Fox News. Really wanted to destroy him. What would you do? Well, you would send some salacious material. Dick pics. We're talking about dick dick pics and just some guy sending them out to people, unwanted, not asking for them. No, let's just I think that'd be a good idea. I'm going to send a picture of my genitalia and to this lady over here. Maybe that'll make her go, oh yeah, I want that dick. No, that's not what's going to happen. Uh, ostensibly from one of their popular co-hosts or hosts. Not that popular. And you'd send know. it out and then get it publicized. And then you'd have some woman complain that she had gotten this salacious material from this particular co-host. Oh, very nice there, Pat. Go ahead and blame the woman for reporting his ass. That that's It's her fault that she's bringing down Fox News, not the fact that the guy sent out this stuff. And then you'd come to Fox, and Fox is so uh, averse to any kind of uh, uh, legal action that they would immediately take the person off the air. No, Fox is not adverse to any kind of legal action. I mean, many, I mean, many of their on-screen talent have been sued and lost and still kept their jobs. It's a pattern of abuse from the right-wing news organization. I dare you to find an analog with CNN, MSNBC, and that's not me saying that shit doesn't go on over at other networks, but clearly... The problem at Fox is systemic. So before long, you would have decimated the primetime lineup of all the Fox hosts. Cry me a fucking river. 
Easy to do? Absolutely. Is it being done? Probably. And the latest attack is against a guy named Eric Bolin, who I think is a straight hour. He was on this program. He's a dedicated Catholic, goes to Mass every day. Oh, very nice, man. He's a dedicated Catholic, eh? Uh, well, then he couldn't, be a pos couldn't possibly be a fucking creep sending dick pics to people because he's a good Catholic. Very nice man. They've pulled him off the air because somebody sent some pictures ostensibly over his name. But what they've done is take away one of the most popular hosts in, the, in their lineup. Occam's Razor, sir. What's more likely to have happened? That he sent dick pics? Or it was a conspiracy to bring down Fox News? Holy shit, this type of thinking really hurts my brain. And then they, they got rid of uh, O'Reilly, who was the top uh, getter of, uh, of, of audience. Top getter of audience. Brain's not quite firing on all cylinders there, is it, Pat? You still going to do those 2,000-pound uh, leg presses that you're talking about all the time? The, the most popular uh, host they had got rid of him. And, of course, they got rid of uh, Roger Ailes, who was the architect of putting it all together. So easy to do now. I mean, anybody can make charges. but You're right. Anybody can make charges, Pat. But people wouldn't quit or be fired if there wasn't evidence for it, would there? Fox News is a business, first and foremost, and when shit like this happens, that can hurt their bottom line. And you'd better bet that they'll jettison anyone who could destroy their business. What's the matter, Pat? That not make First Amendment enough in, like information for you? Corporations are people. Fox is entertainment. And they're just using their free speech to make money. Ladies and gentlemen, if this is going on, and it could easily do it, I mean, I, I don't I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it is so easy to see what's being done. I think it's a, it's a terrible shame, and Fox had better um, cinch up their, they talk about gird up the loins. I mean, they better. Look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but wasn't it on a recent episode of Game of Thrones where someone said everything before the butt is bullshit? I've played you just now making a conspiracy theory instead of accepting reality. Shouldn't, I shouldn't be surprised considering what Pat does for a living, really but they gird up their loins and realize that people are going after them and, and know that this is a, a game that people are playing. Anybody could send a, a salacious piece of literature and, and say it came from any particular, it came from Sean Hannity, or it came from this one, or it came from the other one. Listen, if anyone could, then we all would, because Fox News is the fucking worst. And totally bogus. And yet if the Fox lawyers believe it and they pull the guy off the air, they have ruined their primetime lineup. This guy's not going to be missed. I'm telling you that right now. That's what's happening. MSNBC is now winning the demographic ratings against Fox. They've got the demos, which is the 18 to 49 um, young people. It MSNBC is winning because Trump is the fucking president. And the, all the laziest shit voters who didn't come out for, any, for, for anything in 2016 are currently watching what's going on because they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't vote against this guy. What have we done, America? Isn't that amazing? MSNBC, really? Really? I mean, Rachel Maddow, of all people, wow. is... What the fuck? You have a problem with Rachel Maddow? She's super smart. She's witty and an amazing news host. Oh, wait. Huh. It's because she's a woman and she's a liberal. Oh, and I'm guessing the whole lesbian thing bugs you too, eh, Pat? Number one. But wow. Fox is, is, is self-imposed wounds, but I think that's how you could fix them if you wanted to really do a job. And I, I applaud Fox. I really believe they're doing a great job, and I hope they continue. But I tell you, those lawyers had better get out of the picture and, and let the programmers run, their sh run that the network. Cause they I'm going to let them ramble on anymore. Man. Okay, if anybody could do it, Pat, how come there's not been one for MSNBC? How come there's not been one for CNBC? How come there's not one for CNN? Uh, I think because you got you don't have anything. And you're just going to keep muttering away like that. Hopefully the horse stepped on your feeble little brain and you, you have a hard time ever recovering. Hopefully you never come back and I never have to do a clip of you ever again, Pat. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube. Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. 
Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. So there's been a uh, document leak from the Mormon Leadership Conference uh, on Tuesday, Mormon Leaks, you know, which don't even get started on that whole like, oh, WikiLeaks saying we can't use this name. But anyway, Mormon Leaks is saying that they have a um, they have documents to encourage more transparency within the church leaked what it claimed was the minutes of a Utah latent priesthood leadership conference from February of 2014. And you might think, well, that's kind of old. They've, maybe they've grown up on this topic. No, they haven't. Nope. So according to the site, the event was attended by numerous members of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles and other governing bodies and touched on a variety of issues. So we're just talking about a bunch of self-important white dudes here, uh, yeah. including church old doctrine, yeah. agnosticism, and religious freedom. And at one point, Elder... I'm not even giving his apostolic name. It's L. Perry. I'm not going to say his fucking middle name. I hate how they do the first mm-hmm. initial middle name shit. Yeah. No, no. Your name is L. Perry, whatever the fuck L stands for. Larry. Larry Perry <laughs> of the Quorum of the Twelve is asked, how do you help a young man or young woman who comes in and says, I think I'm gay? Thank you. No. And this is what he replied with. He said, give them association with manly things. <laughs> oh, fuck. Strong yeah, men that represent uh, the ideal of relationships, a man who is vigorous and knows the power he holds. It's called the show dick. them vaginas. <laughs> all the vaginas. Just all the time. Just in their face. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie, but I'm a cheerleader? I think they oh, think it's I a documentary. <laughs> I love that movie so much. I think I've seen that one. It's such a great movie. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, you need to. <laughs> Everybody needs to see that movie. So another elder, Don R. Clark, Don R. Don R. <laughs> he suggests teaching young gay people to remain worthy. So the official church oh. policy maintains that while same-sex attractions are themselves not sins, Mormons are forbidden from acting on them. Mm-hmm. So you can look, but you can't touch. Uh, if they are worthy, yeah. they are acceptable before God, and they should be acceptable before you. When asked how to address the same-sex couples that show inappropriate affection during services, same-sex couples in church showing inappropriate affection. Look, I mean, anybody Touching. who shows affection to anybody at in, church. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, first Especially off, Mormon church. Meetings, for anybody who's <laughs> never been to one of those meetings, they are the most appallingly boring things that you could possibly attend. See, when I went to a Baptist church, at least there was the fire and brimstone and, you know, hellfire yeah, and stuff no, like that. No, not at Mormon churches. No, no, no. no these are these are just awful. It's boring as fuck. So yeah. when, when they were asked about that, Perry said that they should be brought into the elder's office for a reprimand. Spank oh. me. Oh, spank me. <laughs> no, they wouldn't be doing anything fun like that. Yeah. Um, we noticed you were holding hands. <laughs> no, trying that's... to cope with. The, you can't do anything but what what do they what do they run now like an hour i mean those those particular meetings that yeah the you're talking like sacrament and all the other shit it's like one hour and then you have the, if it's all yeah if, but if you're doing the whole shebang if they do the whole shebang that's three fucking hours every weekend <laughs> Ugh. and you don't get to pick what time you go either you don't get to pick they tell you what time you get to come to church <laughs> It's so fucked up. (laughs) Okay, so he said, I would invite them to come into my office right after and let them know that they were out of line. I would let them know that repentance is possible for, like, holding hands or kissing. I don't see what the problem is there. But adultery is still adultery. Fornication is still fornication. Are we talking about... People I mean, bonus like, points if you were fornicating during that meeting. I know, right? But I don't think it's going to happen. If you just, like, see a sister down on her knees in front of the other sister with, like, the prairie dress pulled over her head and just be like, I would applaud that. I'd, like, start cheering them on. Woo! Go! Yeah, yeah good job. 
Way to make the meeting interesting. (laughs) These are the same people who think they found some level of compromise where they're like, look, we let gay people exist. They just can't, you know, be a person. (laughs) They can't can't do what normal people can do. Or show affection. Or be who they are. Or, well, they they can just be. That's just it. Mm -hmm. They can exist. They just can't ever act on anything. Yeah receive affection or have sex like any other normal person that's mm-hmm. pretty much the same thing as equality so sure I mean, yeah this, uh, yeah that's, that's close enough this perry guy is just extremely butthurt about the whole thing he said that uh, uh he warned that the church had to work hard at defending marriage and defending god's plan for his children of course um <laughs> he said this because, evil because this evil, god is so impotent that he can't defend himself i know right mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the people that defend Islam is like, how dare you draw a picture of my prophet? I must kill you for this. Be like, well, why isn't your God doing something about it? He's doing something yeah. through me. Look, <laughs> if he's got a problem with it, if he's got a problem with it, let him come, you know, yeah. commentate on it. You know, yeah, I have an email address. Just be like, yeah, from God at God.com. Like, <laughs> so yeah. here's, here's the, here's the real like linchpin of this whole thing here. He said, this evil will divide our nation in half. He said of LGBT equality. You know they will never stop. They will move one inch at a time. Well, that's just polite. You don't just ram it in there, guys. <laughs> you got, uh, you until, gotta hold, you know, just relax, <laughs> breathe. More lube. Yeah. Easy. More yeah. lube. <laughs> one inch at a time. Until they have one inch at a time. That's they move one inch at a time until they have forced upon all. <laughs> Man, this guy's got a fetish he does have a fetish he's really afraid he he's got gay panic that's what this guy has he's like oh no i secretly think that penis is yummy it's like (laughs) (laughs) hey guys penis is okay if that's what you like it's okay and how how small of a curb that is it's like a curb this high it's like who gives a fuck what you do in your private time with other people of that are adults like i don't care Well, do what you want whatever you, your kink is let it fly be yourself <laughs> i feel like there's one thing i have to say about that because i often do have to talk about that argument and yeah. that is the fact that you know sometimes people will say well i don't care what you do in the bedroom and the fact is we we aren't we don't we aren't just gay when we have sex oh no 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 absolutely we are not. gay yeah. in public we are gay at the yeah. restaurant we are gay everywhere and mm-hmm. you know our lives aren't reduced to what we do in the bedroom. Oh, and I'm absolutely. not saying you guys would say that. Yeah, yeah. But that's often someone says, "Well, I don't care what you do in your bedroom." Well, that's not enough. I'm sorry. No, no like I, we no, want to be out no, in public. No, we no, want to hold yeah. hands in church, you know, or you know maybe give somebody a kiss on the cheek when you're like in a public display of affection. But these people are like, "How fucking dare you do that?" It's like, yeah, it's natural. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the exact same thing you do with your significant other. Only yeah. difference is uh, I don't get her. I don't go crazy when you do it with your wife. Why the fuck do you care if I do it with my husband? It's like, mm-hmm. what's the big fucking deal? But anyway, uh, so in, unfortunately, the Supreme Court is listening to the voice of the people through the administration that is currently in place, he said. So he's trying to say, fuck you, Obama, mm-hmm. pretty much right there. And it's just, yep. I've got problems with the LDS church and it's because I live in Utah. Even if I lived outside of Utah, I bet you they'd be one of my favorite ones. Up there with Scientology because well, they're, they're fucking just, weird. They're just <laughs> shitty. It's just a group of really, really shitty people and pedantic, That's... very pedantic people. Oh God! Yeah, well, it's it's funny because I've been on a couple of podcasts with, uh, among other people, Bryce Blankenagle recently. Oh yeah, and you know, uh, it, it's it's interesting to me the comparison because you guys are so aware of it and grow up with it. I didn't know what a Mormon was until I was sixteen. So, I mean, like, out on the East Coast, people barely know Mormons exist. And even if they do, it's just those guys in white shirts who come to your door every now and then. But, you know, the fact that Mormonism basically started 20 minutes from where I grew up is bizarre (laughs) because I didn't know that until Bryce Blankenagle's talking about Palmyra, Pennsylvania being where, you know, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, what? (laughs) And see, for me, I was a... uh young baptist boy growing up in the bible belt living in all the military bases around there and so like my first exposure to mormonism was the base commander's son you know whose dad was like a uh lieutenant colonel at the time and my old man was just a sergeant of some sort of some stripe it doesn't matter the fucking details and so i became good friends with them and come to find out they're mormons and i'm like 
dad, what's a Mormon? (laughs) (laughs) And of course, my dad being Southern Baptist, he had all sorts of funny (laughs) and interesting topics to bring up about Mm -hmm. them. You know, one of them being the God makers book that came out a long time ago and Mm -hmm. not a hundred percent accurate, but a hundred percent full of fear because they're, Oh man, it's just funny when one religion goes to bat against another religion. It's like, it, mm-hmm. To me, it feels like the psychic battle from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's amazing. So, yeah, fuck you very much, Don R. Clark and L. Tom Perry of the Quorum of the Twelve. And this, uh-huh. I think this happened like a couple of blocks away. <laughs> just, yeah, it, it really. Yeah. <laughs> what was I doing in 2013? Uh, having a lot more fun than these guys, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that was even before I came out and I was still <laughs> having more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, it's just a room full of guys who are fixated on where everybody's genitals are going. <laughs> or, you know, they're they're worried about men touching men's hands. It's like, yeah. Oh, no. Hi, I got a, are... I got a secret for all these people. <laughs> I've touched both kinds all the time. <laughs> so have I. And they feel the same, basically. <laughs> yep. Pretty it's much. really just. My favorite quote about the whole thing that comes from Sir Henry Rollins, where he says, <laughs> what is, what's the exact quote on this one? He's like, a, a, a mouth is a mouth is a mouth, whatever yeah. it is. Whether it's surrounded by lipstick or a mustache, it's all the same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, too true, sir. Too true. <laughs> and he it. says some problematic things about us. He does. For the most part, he's got some good stuff. He, uh, he's got some good stuff, but you know, I will say the mustache does come into play. <laughs> it, it, it's it's not like it's not like you don't notice it. Just saying. Well, it's unless there. you're unless you you're married tell. to women with uh, Hispanic and Italian heritage, and, <laughs> which no comment, no comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask you about this. So you say you say it's not a shakeup. But you guys are down, and it makes Says sense who? that there would Says who? most of them, all of them. Says who? Polls. I just told you I answered your question. Okay. Which polls? All of them. Okay. And your okay. question is? All right. It's week 29 of the Trump Roundup. And you know what's amazing? Every week that we've done this portion of the show, we've always said that we survived this week. And uh, we hope that we may survive the next, but we never would have ever, and I mean ever, have thought he would lead us to the brink of nuclear war. History books are going to (laughs) remember this moment as the idiot Bay of Pigs 2017 is what it's going to be. And our illustrious leader has quite literally threatened North Korea with, quote, fire and fury like the world has never seen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of doubled down a couple of times. Yeah, and the the worst part about that is that that statement was made off the Mm -hmm. cuff. Yeah. It says right here, Trump's aides braced as he began to speak at this opioid event where Mm -hmm. he really, he went the whole um, Barbara Bush way, no, Nancy Reagan way of just say no, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because dare worked for me as a kid. It doesn't work. Yeah. Trump's aides began to uh, brace themselves as he spoke out of this opioid event, arms folded, jaw set, and eyes flitting on what appeared to be a single page of talking points set before him at the conference table. Mm-hmm. The piece of paper, however, turned out, was a fact sheet on the opioid crisis. And he said the whole fire and fury likes of which had never been seen. That wasn't on the paper anywhere. Mm-hmm. He just no, added that shit. You know, he did. He did. He ad-libbed that, but you know what? It's It's... It's a phrase that he likes to use a yeah. lot. It's been it's been heard <laughs> on a lot of other <laughs> a lot of right. other things that he said. So it's it's rhetoric and bluffing that he does so much that nobody takes it seriously. North Korea is not even taking it seriously. <laughs> uh, well, to the extent where they went, eh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of like standing down after all this shit started, you know trying mm-hmm. to de-escalate the situation. No. Yeah. He stepped it up again by once again saying via Twitter, because that's mm-hmm. what our president is. He's the Twitter president. 
Yeah. Military solutions are now fully in place, locked and loaded, should North Korea act unwisely. Hopefully, Kim Jong-un will find another path. <laughs> Look, the, those military options are Have always <laughs> locked and loaded. That's, that's, that's the way our military operates. That's the way they do things. <laughs> they are always locked and loaded. They just they're 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 kind of that's kind of how they are no the military is just sitting on a shelf somewhere until yeah. until they're needed that that's what he seems to think so yeah let's see what happened here so this caused like serious instability in all of the worldwide like stock markets and security exchanges to the point of them losing about an average of like 1.5 percent across all of them yeah. of their volume and that's that's huge yeah so when you include that's all huge. the markets you're looking at billions of dollars that just went poof, like into fucking thin air. So let's not forget that this is all happening during the time that he's supposed to be on his, you know, quote unquote, working vacation. Yeah. His working, va <laughs> yeah, fucking vacation at, at his properties in New Jersey, where he continues to bilk the U S taxpayer out of millions and millions of dollars with nobody batting a fucking eye from her, from the right. There is, however, some pushback coming from some of the fringe on the right calling for his ouster. Uh, but just don't expect to see it on Fox News anytime soon, you know. Uh, let's see what else happened this week. He, he and his administration completely failed to address the bombing of a Minnesota mosque where his mm -hmm. uh, his Kremlin, no mention his at all. Kremlin tied White House supremacist advisor, Sebastian Gorka, which I don't understand how this guy has a fucking job. <laughs> oh, Bannon. That's exactly who he gave him. Uh, oh, yeah. he said he's a White House national security advisor. Uh, defended Trump's <laughs> silence about the mosque bombing in an interview with MSNBC, suggesting it was prudent to wait until the ideological motive of the attack was known. No. 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 There's a, he says here, there's a great rule. All initial reports are false. You have to check them. You have to find out who the perpetrators are. No. Nope. No. If, if it was any other group besides Muslim people, or, you know, a Muslim person was doing the attack, I hate mm -mm. whataboutism so goddamn much but it's sad that in this country you can say you know if that was a person of color doing this <laughs> it would be yeah. tied to everything mm -hmm. so for, for your guys's information the dar al farouk islamic center in the twin cities suburb of bloomington where several people were gathering for prayer was bombed nobody was injured thankfully mm -hmm. uh let's see what else did he do this week uh he made a terrible comment about you, the the attack that happened in uh, Virginia in Charlottesville where he didn't call out the right I mean the the no. the, the alt right at, about it at all they didn't call out the Nazis at all for this kind of shit he just let it mm -hmm. slide which is yeah he he blamed <laughs> both sides yeah not not just you know the ones that yeah. drove their car over people yeah. Any, any other any other religion, any other skin color would have did the whole car driving into a crowd. That's domestic terrorism, you know. That, nope, but not this guy. Nope, he's a confused young man or something like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. He made some progress in his eternal battle against leakers when Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced plans to review policies protecting journalists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come yeah. after the press some more. Let's just see how well that yeah. works for you guys. Yeah, that's gonna work out real well. You know, those stories that they've been kind of sitting on, <laughs> they're just going to mm -hmm. start making their way out there in more, more hateful ways. So uh, he called out a Democratic senator over his lie about going to Vietnam. Uh, that was this week, people, <laughs> except yeah, he left out week. he left out his four deferments, mm -hmm. including one because of his feet hurting. He had bone spurs, right? but he can't right. tell you right. what foot that was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can't. But they also left out the fact that this senator had already addressed it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had already he had already come out and said, yeah, no, yeah, I exaggerated. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I was wrong to say that I that I went that I he inferred. Yeah, that he went to Vietnam, um, <laughs> but, but no. he was he was enlisted. He was in the military during Vietnam, but never deployed. Let's see. He went after Mitch McConnell <laughs> for neither oh, repealing yeah. nor replacing Obamacare. And he's talking about him. He's like, 
come on, Mitch. Come on, Mitch. You could do it. You could do it. Give us some tax reform. Give us tax reform. And he's like, everybody else is like tweeting back to him. He's like, yeah, while you, after you do that, why don't you make me a sandwich? And then after you do that, come here, boy. <laughs> it's just like, like, it's just like, oh, the turtle's being led around by a leash. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He played a lot more golf. We knew that already, though. Sure. Yeah. And um, he stopped rolling through his golf course to come up and harass a wedding party that was having their. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what? If you have a party at any of Trump's like resorts or anything like that, golf courses and shit uh, like that, you're just shitty. You're asking for it. Yeah, That's, you're you're just yeah. asking for that shit to happen. Mm-hmm. He's gonna come up and he's gonna go prima nocta and he's gonna fuck your wife in front of you. So. Yeah. Uh, Let's that's, see. that's what he wants. I mean, yeah, that's... That's, he wants to be king, and he's not going to be king because mm-hmm. he's too stupid. Okay, so he at least started the paperwork to declare the opioid epidemic a national emergency. Mm. Nothing out of it. Nothing come from it, you know. No, nothing's nothing's going to come from that, and it's not even... Nothing, <sighs> nothing about legalizing even, pot or even, anything. <laughs> even, even the people who are in charge of actually doing this have come out and said this is not the kind of thing that you use national emergency declarations for. Yeah. Because this is this is a long term problem that's going to take a lot of work. You know, a lot of you those can't people... just go national emergency, here's here's a few extra dollars. <laughs> it's amazing. He won't they won't decriminalize marijuana, even though they could say Okay, it's not habit forming, and unlike opioids, it's not going to leave you a fucking a drained husk of a person when you're all done with them. It's no, just... <laughs> no. In, in, in fact, in fact, it, it's the it's one of those things that could very very well easily stop the, the opioid, opioid crisis. <laughs> yes, not going to happen though, because Jeff Sessions is old fashioned apparently, and the uh, Jeff Sessions is a fuck. He is a fuck. the The last one that we have here is uh, Trump thanking Putin for expelling. 755 U.S. diplomats from Russia. I don't know if you caught this one the, at all. <laughs> I, what the fuck? I, this is firmly in the in the field of what the fuck? Yeah. What and, do you, what the, you don't... What the fuck? And the interesting thing is, is that he came out after this happened. He's like, oh, that was joking. That was me being sarcastic. Let me read the statement here that he said and on, on the news media. And he says, I want to thank him. Oh, let's see. We're going to save a lot of money. I want to thank him because we're going to cut down our payroll. Just because they're ejected from that country doesn't mean they're not on the State Department payroll anymore. It's not like you can just fire these federal people just like that. That's not how it works, man. Ah, oh, you, you, you were supposed to use a sarcastic voice. Now I look like a jackass. And he's like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm very thankful that he let go of a large number of people because now we have a smaller payroll. There's no real reason for them to go back, he says. I greatly appreciate the fact that we've been able to cut our payroll of the United States. We're going to save a lot of money. 755 times like $80,000 because these people at federal level, look, they do get paid well, but but they're they're not paid what private sector would pay for some shit like this. No, no, (laughs) it's not exorbitant, really. I'm not saying anything speaking from personal experience or anything, but when you go into the federal field of working, Mm -hmm. you agree to give up, you know, the potential for riches for job stability is what you usually do. So you Mm -hmm. go, okay, I'm going to have a job that's going to be around for at least another couple of years. You know, you don't have to worry about, oh, the business is folding. Fuck, we're done. You're fired. Right. No, you got (laughs) to put up with a lot of bullshit, but. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. Not your from experience not or anything. Going <laughs> your job's not going anywhere, and if it did, well, you still technically have a job. And so they, the Russia, had recently announced that it's going to expel hundreds of U.S. diplomats from its soil to retaliate for the sanctions that were put that were put onto the Kremlin from the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones right. that Trump had but to begrudgingly is, sign. <laughs> yeah, he had to begrudgingly sign. But this is this is this is kind of a big story. This is kind of a big thing. Because this is this is the Kremlin actually getting pissed off that they're not getting what they want. Yeah, it should be a gigantic fucking red flag to people that yeah, like sanctions came across. Oh, we're going to show you guys. It's like, yeah, yeah that's kind of what we expect from the Kremlin. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. but I bet you back channels with Trump is like, ah, 
fuck, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean for to do that. I didn't mean. Well, no, he just does it overtly on fucking national television where he's like, I'd like yeah, to thank he, him. Yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you have 750 employees. So let's just round it up to 800 at eight eighty thousand dollars mm-hmm. a year. That's like six point four million dollars or something. That's or sixty million dollars. That's pittance when it comes to as fucking... far as, yeah, as far <laughs> as the national budget goes. Yeah. As far as the money that flows through through the government, yeah, that's nothing. And don't get it twisted, people. This isn't people sitting around doing app support call in shit from like another place outside of uh like uh let's just say Mechanicsburg or something like that. <laughs> this is yeah. People literally putting lives on lines to be over there. Had, mm-hmm. A handful of them are probably spies. You know That's how mm-hmm. the State Department gets CIA people in place. Just kind of how it works. But the thing is, is like, these aren't people that are just over there, you know, derping around the whole time they're there. They're actually doing the work of the United States while in Russia. It's like, yeah, it's important work. And all of a sudden, like, mm-hmm. oh, we get most of them kicked out. And he's like, but 755 is a lot of goddamn people. <laughs> have a lot yeah, of stations over there <laughs> that's not just it's not just diplomats and so uh, the state department official it. replied with uh thank putin i don't even have words that are printable to describe my action <laughs> and so the state department said i kid you not i've heard from three different people in the last five minutes everyone seems pretty amazed this statement is naive and short-sighted it sends a terrible signal to local employees everywhere America's leadership is being challenged by adversaries who would like to see us fail. We can't let that happen. With all mm-hmm. threats facing our nation, we need a properly resourced and staffed foreign service more than ever, and we need them where they do the most good, posted abroad, delivering for the American people. The reason we have so many allies and that we have so many people across the world that liked our image and like who America is because we, at one time, were doing a lot of good shit for this country, for the, the world, really. Not with the Trump State Department. No. Fuck. <laughs> nope. Trump State Department is doing jack shit. It's broken, and he likes it that way. I, I'm telling you yeah. right now. So anyway, that's uh, that's week 29. We survived. <laughs> so did you. Uh, <laughs> that was the abridged. That's abridged because we could have gone a lot more into it, especially with the whole Nazi thing. And I, I didn't want to dwell too much uh, on that. We will come back. We'll we're gonna orbit and come back to that in a, a week or so when we have. A full panel and more time to bring it up. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss out on what the shows that we put out each week. Uh, before we go, I have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons who support us each month. So in no particular order, we have Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, and our most giving of fans, Rob Otto, Stephen Andrus, and Angelica Pearson. All of your support does wonders for us putting the show together, and I can't thank you enough for your per- for your generosity. If you don't have the means to share money with us, please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you think if we deserve a five-star review on whatever service you catch us on. But with that, it's time for us to bring episode 117 to a close, and remember everyone, you're welcome.
Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's fair also to say that there is a certain level of privilege in being able to do that. Mm. You know, there's, I'm not talking shit either. No, I'm no, no, no. I, I, if, if I point to that, where, she... where you can ignore those kind of things, it's probably not affecting your day to day life. And if I, uh, if I brought up the topic of privilege with her, she'd just look at me glassy eyed like, I haven't had it easy. What are you talking about? You know, the typical. The typical oh, white guy excuse. You trans people a, bitch too much. Everybody <laughs> has problems. At the uh, we had a a, a great um, at the the atheist of Utah booth at the Ogden Pride Festival. Mm-hmm. We had a great conversation amongst amongst ourselves about privilege. Oh, great! Because uh, it's because <laughs> it's a bunch it's a bunch of of you know white dudes sitting there going, yeah, well you know we acknowledge that. Uh, we acknowledge that we have privilege here and uh well sure it's kind of nice sure i feel bad about it but it's not like anything i can I mean, do I'm about kinda... it so <laughs> might as well enjoy it how, know what I'm saying? how, how about use Look, it <laughs> got it but you know what fuck use it for your allyship <laughs> look if we if we had to do it again yeah, I take the privilege again. Yeah, sure. That's that's. I'll re up. Fuck. I'll re up. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package, but that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package, but that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.